Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
involved a time when um, some of the police officers come in to Chipotle. You know, I tell them it's a jungle out there for them to be safe. And the world oftentimes can be a jungle. And that there are vicious animals that seek to devour you. It's so important for us to come before the King, come before the Father, and place our focus in Him because He is our safety. He is our strong tower. He is our rock of defense. And He said that He would watch over His Word to perform it in our lives. And we, we don't know how that will take place. Hallelujah, but we, we want God, hallelujah, we want God's will in our lives, hallelujah, and one of his wills is that the body of Christ would come to the unity of the faith in, in Christ the Messiah, that we would no longer be children tossed to and fro by every Father, we want to walk as he walked. 
want to minister to the people, O Father, the same way that he ministered, O Lord. Teach us to be fishers of men, O Lord God. Teach us, O Father, to look at the spirit of a man and not the outward appearance, O Lord. Father, give us the words of wisdom and knowledge, O Lord, and to lives that we would minister to them with a fresh frame of word, O Lord. And that only comes by being in your presence and consuming your word, O Lord. We thank you on this morning, O Father. Bless all the hearers, O Lord, of this lesson today. May your word fall on the good soil of their heart. Thank you, Father, that you are the one that cultivates the word, Father, within us. We thank you, Father, that we are being transformed into the image of your Son, Yeshua, and that we're not being transformed any longer to this world or the things of this world. We thank you, Lord, that our minds are being renewed by the Holy Spirit. Father, as we enter into your presence, Thanksgiving and joy and mourn our hearts, O oh Father. We thank you, Yahweh Elohim, for all that you are and all that you have done for each one of us, O oh Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to the Lord, hallelujah, and welcome once again to another hour and a half with Women of Grace, A Voice in the Wilderness. We have been studying out of the book of Romans from our material of Online Bible College. And throughout these weeks, these months, beloved, the book of Romans have been blessing me, and I pray that the book of Romans have been blessing you. If you have not received, um, if you're not on our mailing list to receive the studies as I go along, please write W-O-G-V-I-T-W at hotmail.com. That's W-O-G-V-I-T-W at hotmail.com and each time uh, each lesson that we finish I um, and I uh, go and take the test I obtain my lesson and I mail it to you because I want you to be I want you to share in the studies with me and if you want to receive um, a certificate these are uh, these uh, classes can be credited if you want to take your studies a little bit farther but if you want to receive um, a diploma for for the uh, each Bible study that you do you will have to go and register uh, online uh, to receive that and uh, the book of Romans have truly been a blessing to me it has um, opened up our eyes to see who we are in Christ and our position in him 
Well, beloved, we are on lesson 19. Hallelujah. In our studies of Roman, lesson 19. And our key verse, our key verse is Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. And each one of us have been called according to his purpose. And what the word of God said that we have been chosen from the foundation of the world. We have been chosen from the foundation of the world. If you could just picture that in your, your um, Holy Ghost spiritual mind that you are already chosen from the foundation of the world to be a son and a daughter of God. Hallelujah. God knows who whom is his. He knows who will receive his son and the gift of salvation. He, he knows who will not. And those whom he has chosen as sons and daughters from the foundation of the world hallelujah, will receive the ministry, hallelujah, of his son Yeshua and salvation. Well, we're, our topic is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And uh, many of us know who the Holy Spirit is and his, his ministry to the body of believers. He also has a ministry to the lost that he convicts them of sin and draws them to the Lord Jesus Christ. And if um, God does not draw you, hallelujah, by your spirit. See, the word of God said, except, except the spirit of God draws them, they would not come. And it's by the Holy Spirit that lo the lost are drawn to the gospel. And we must keep that in mind. That is by the Spirit of God that we came into salvation. That the gift of the gospel was offered to us. Because someone was led by the Spirit to offer it to us. Hallelujah. But the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to bring us to the ultimate goal of maturity in Christ. And to the day at the second coming of Christ when we will be publicly declared to be the sons of God. God the Father conceived his magnificent plan. God the Son opened the way for it to happen. And God the Spirit performs the work in us that will bring about its realization. Not only is the Holy Spirit consistently interceding on our behalf, but the scriptures reveal the vastness of the Holy Spirit's ministry to us. And we're going to talk about that today. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. One, he reveals to us the wonder of God's plan and purposes. The mysteries hidden in ages past. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 4 through 5, Hold, uh, would you turn there get your swords and turn there and also turn to 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 through 10 
Here in first, uh, here in Ephesians chapter three, verse four through five, it reads, "By referring to this, when you read it, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ." which in other generations was not disclosed to mankind as it has been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Holy Spirit. The mysteries of the gospel and the plan of salvation was revealed to the holy apostles and the prophets. Hallelujah. Who is he referring to? The, uh, the twelve apostles and the uh, prophets in the in the new church was revealed the secret hallelujah the mystery of this great salvation that can only be found in Christ the Messiah these this mystery hallelujah was not revealed to the old testament uh saints hallelujah Abraham Isaac Jacob they only had a glimpse they only had a little taste of it, but they did not get the full revelation, hallelujah, of this mystery uh, of Christ the Messiah. First Corinthians chapter First Corinthians chapter two verse six through ten read Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not this is the King James Version. I want to read this out the Amplified. And it goes on to say, Yet we do speak wisdom among those spiritually mature believers who have teachable hearts and a greater understanding. But it is a higher wisdom, not the wisdom of this present age, nor of the rulers and leaders of this age who are passing away. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the wisdom once hidden from man, but now revealed to us by God, that wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory, to lift us into the glory of his presence. None of the rulers of this age recognized and understood this wisdom. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is written in scriptures, things which the eye has not seen and the ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, who obey him, and who gratefully recognize the benefits that he has bestowed. For God has unveiled them and revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things diligently, even sounding and measuring the profound depths of God, the divine counsels and things far beyond human understanding. So God, in his infinite wisdom, is revealing the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ to all those that have received Jesus and believe in Jesus. In time past, the, the uh, men of old 
the women of old did not receive they could, was this was not revealed to them but is revealed to us turn your swords to revelations chapter 2 verse 7 and we're going to be in revelations for a while also uh, turn your place to revelations chapter 3 and hold your finger at verse 6 here in revelations chapter 2 verse 7 he speaks to us to bring us encouragement and correction and here revelation chapter 2 verse 7 reads he who has an ear let him hear and heed what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will grant the privilege to eat the fruit from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. He said, to whom? He said, to him whom who overcomes. The definition of one who overcomes is in, is in John chapter 5, verse 5, and it reads, who is the one who is victorious and overcomes the world? It is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. Let me repeat that. The definition of one who overcomes is recorded here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 5, and it reads, who is the one who is victorious and overcomes the world? It is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. Let's um, go to Genesis chapter 2 verse 9 and it reads, And in the and in that garden the Lord God calls to grow from the ground every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good, suitable, pleasant for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the experimental knowledge, recognition of the difference between good and evil was also in the midst of the garden. Let's go uh, and Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 13 reads you were in Eden the garden of God and here God is talking to Lucifer he says that you were in Eden the garden of God every precious stone was your covering the ruby the topaz and the diamond the barrel, the oxen, and the jasper. Hallelujah. And some of these other uh, uh, stones I cannot pronounce. Hallelujah. And, and the gold, the workmanship of your settings and your sockets was in you. They were prepared on the day that you were created. And this is a description of Lucifer. Hallelujah. Before his fall and if you read all of Ezekiel chapter 28 you understand that he is not the hideous uh, creature that man has 
imagine him to be with the the horns and the the pitchfork and the spiked tail no lucifer was a beautiful angel he was a beautiful angel a gorgeous angel he was the he was the the, the head of the choir a head of the worship team in heaven but we're talking about the garden hallelujah for those that overcome God is going to recreate his paradise in Ezekiel chapter 31 verse 8 it reads the, the cider in the garden of God could not hide or, or revile it the cypress tree did not have roots like it and the plant, the plane trees did not have branches like it. No tree in the garden of God was like it in its beauty. Hallelujah! Talking about the garden of God, Revelations chapter twenty-two, verse two reads: In the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit yielding its fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations so here it tells me that God is going to recreate paradise and in paradise the tree of life will be in the midst of his garden there will no longer be the tree of the knowledge of good and evil all of that will be destroyed but he says he who has an ear let him hear and heed what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes i will grant the privilege to eat the fruit from the tree of life which is in the paradise of god this tree of life will be in the city of god let's jump down to verse 11 and it goes on to say he who has an ear let him hear and heed what the spirit says to the churches he who overcomes the world through believing that jesus is the son of god will not be hurt by the second death the lake of fire Hallelujah! Here in the Amplified Commentary, it says the Valley of Himnon, located south of Jerusalem, was the place where garbage burnt continually, often regarded in ancient times as symbolic of hell, the lake of fire, reserved for the wicked. Paradise, or Abraham's bosom, that is mentioned in Luke chapter 16, verse 22, was the place reserved for the good in anticipation of heaven that is mentioned in Matthew chapter 5 verse 22 verse 29 and verse 30 so there is going to be a paradise hallelujah for those that overcome and also they will not be hurt by the second death let's jump down to verse 17 he who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, to him I will give 
the privilege of eating some of the hidden manna and I will give him a white stone with a new name engraved on the stone which no one knows except the one who receives it hallelujah he said hidden manna the, here in the commentary it reads um, this probably refers to the pot of manna placed in the ark of the covenant by Moses that is mentioned in Exodus chapter 16 verse 33 let's go there Exodus 16 verse 33 reads so Moses said to Aaron take a pot and put a omar of manna in it and place it before the Lord to be kept throughout your generations hallelujah so manna was placed in the pot hallelujah and and the Lord God was going to keep that manna and here in Revelations 2.17, it says that those, hallelujah, who overcome the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, that he was going to give them the privilege of eating some of the manna, hallelujah, that uh, was given to the children of Israel from after their exodus, their deliverance, hallelujah, where God fed them manna from heaven these are all promises beloved to them that overcome Hebrews chapter 9 verse 4 reads having the golden altar of incense and the ark of the covenant covered entirely with gold this contained a golden jar which held the manna and the rod of Aaron that sprouted and the two tablets of the covenants inscribed with the Ten Commandments. God has, is preserving all of these things for those who overcome the world through believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the Messiah manifest in the flesh. God is preserving these things, hallelujah, in the covenant, hallelujah, that one day, beloved, we will behold these things, that these things truly did happen. The manna was a food supernaturally provided to Israel by God during their wanderings in the wilderness after the exodus from Egypt. And those that overcome have been promised to taste of this manna while stones were sometimes used as tickets of admission to public assemblies here the white stone may symbolize admission to the messiah's banquet which uh that is discussed in the study of uh, the preparation of the bride the banquet hall hallelujah and we we want to be a part of 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 this feast that is going to take place in the new Jerusalem let's jump down to verse 29 we're still in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 29 and it reads he who has an ear let him hear and heed what the spirit says to the churches we are to take heed 
of what the Lord is saying to us individually. We are the church. Hallelujah. We are the church, beloved. Christ is the head of the church. Now let's turn to chapter uh, 3. Uh, Revelation chapter 3. And we're going to read verse 6. And it reads, He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Let's jump down to verse 13. It, it says it a number of times in, in Revelations 2. Revelations 3, that he who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Hallelujah. These are all things that we must take heed of. Hallelujah. Pay attention to. Glory to God. Now, 3, the Holy Spirit, he teaches us and reminds us of Jesus' word. Turn your sword to John chapter 14 and we're going to look at verse 26 and also turn your sword to 1st Corinthians chapter 2 and hold your place at verse 12 but here in John chapter 14 verse 26 the Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us of Jesus word for it says here in verse 26 but the helper comforter advocate intercessor Counselor, strengthener, stand by. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father would send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. It says that he will teach us all things, and that he will help us to remember everything that Christ have spoken unto us he has been he, the Holy Spirit has been sent to come alongside us to be in us and to help us hallelujah in 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse tw uh, chapter 2 verse 12 through 16 it reads now we have received not the spirit of the world but the Holy Spirit who is from God so that we may know and understand the wonderful things freely given to us by God. It is by the Holy Spirit, beloved, that we are able to understand the Word of God. We also speak of these things, not in words taught or supplied by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual thoughts with spiritual words, for those being guided by the Holy Spirit. But the natural, unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness, absurd, and illogical to him. And he is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appropriated. And he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. But the spiritual man, the spiritual mature Christian, judges all things, questions, examines, and applies what the Holy Spirit reveals, yet is himself judged by no one. 
the unbeliever cannot judge and understand the believer's spiritual nature. For who has known the mind and purposes of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes, and that is through the Holy Spirit. That is through the infilling of the Holy Spirit, beloved. We cannot, hallelujah, walk this walk without the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, verse 4, it reads, have, I have told you these things now so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I did not say these things to you at the beginning because I was with you. He has sent the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to be our teacher, to be our instructor, to remind us of everything that Christ has spoken to us, hallelujah, individually. That is his job to, hallelujah, to instruct, to teach, to minister to us, to, to um, bring us into relationship with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is with us. He is in us. Hallelujah. Also, he gives us understanding of spiritual truths. We read that in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 through 16. He gives us understanding of spiritual truths. He also leads us into all truth and tells us what is to come. John 16 verse 13 reads, But when the He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth. For He will not speak on His own intent of, but He will speak whatever he hears from the father the message regarding the son and he will disclose to you what is to come in the future see beloved is the holy spirit that teaches you hallelujah the shepherds the leaders hallelujah that come with the word they're coming to bring confirmation of what the spirit the spirit has been saying to you Hallelujah. Everything lines up. Glory to God. For us. He comes to lead us into all truth. He, he comes to tell us what's to come. He comes to give us understanding of spiritual truth. He comes to remind us of the words of Jesus Christ. He comes to encourage us. He comes to correct us. He comes to reveal the mysteries and the plans of God's salvation. Also, he reveals the Lord Jesus Christ to us. John chapter 15 verse 26 reads, But when the, help, but when the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, stand by, hallelujah, comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father, will testify and bear witness about me. The Holy Spirit is the one that testifies and bears witness of Jesus Christ as being the Son of God. In John 16, verse 14 and 15, it reads, He will glorify and honor me. 
because he, the Holy Spirit, would take from what is mine and would disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Because of this I said, that he, the Spirit, would take from what is mine and would reveal it to you. And if you have the Holy Spirit in you, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will glorify Jesus, will honor Jesus. The Holy Spirit will also reveal, he will also take from Christ what is his and disclose it to you. He will reveal it to you. Hallelujah. He is the comforter. He is the counselor. Literally the one called alongside to help. He leads and guides. Hallelujah. He leads and guides us in God's will for our life. Let's turn our swords to Acts chapter 8. Hallelujah. And we're going to read verses 26 to 29. That's Acts chapter 8 verse 26 to 29 he leads and guides us in God's will for our lives talking about the Holy Spirit here it reads in Acts chapter 8 verse 26 to 29 but an angel of the Lord said to Philip get up and go south to the road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gazal that is a desert road so he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian, Enoch, a man of great authority, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. Here it is, an Ethiopian man, was, he went to Jerusalem to worship. He was a man that was in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Verse 29. Then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go up and join this, cha um, go up and join this chariot. We're going to read a little bit more so we'll find out exactly what uh, Philip was sent to do. Verse 30. Philip ran up and heard the man reading the prophet Isaiah and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, Well, how could I understand unless someone guides me correctly? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. See, the Ethiopian man, even though he was reading the scriptures, hallelujah, he had access or had a copy of the Torah of the prophets and he but yet he could not understand it why because he did not have the infilling of the Holy Spirit he was not born again he was not converted hallelujah let us continue to read verse 32 and uh, the Holy Spirit sent Philip hallelujah to bring this man hallelujah understanding not only understanding but salvation so the Holy Spirit was ministering to this Ethiopian verse 32 um, now this was the passage of scripture which he was reading like a sheep he was led to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearers is silent so he did not open his mouth in humiliation his judgment was taken away justice was denied him who was described in, in generation for his life is taken from the earth 
The Enoch replied to Philip, Please tell me about whom does this prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip spoke and began with the scripture. He preached Jesus to him, explaining that he is the promised Messiah and the source of salvation. Notice it said that Philip spoke and begin, beginning with this, this scripture, he preached Jesus to him. He didn't preach himself. He didn't preach about other things, but he preached Jesus Christ to him. Verse 36, And as they continued along the road, they came to some water. And the Enoch explained, Look, water, what forbids me from being baptized? Philip said to him, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he replied, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Verse thirty-eight, and in order that the chariot be, and he ordered the chariot to be stopped, and both Philip and the Enoch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip, and carried him away to a different place, and the Enoch no longer saw him, but went on his way rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Enoch received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Enoch believed that Jesus was the Son of God. And not only that, beloved, here the scripture said that he was baptized. said that he was baptized in water that they went down in the water hallelujah so this man identified himself hallelujah with Jesus death burial and resurrection because he requested what's stopping me from being baptized when they came up on the water and this man was baptized and I believe that he was and the spirit was there on the scene Hallelujah. I believe that the Holy Spirit filled this Enoch. Hallelujah. And this at the same time that he snatched up Philip. Glory to God. I love this story here. Hallelujah. The um the so the Holy Spirit would lead you. He would instruct you where to go, whom to speak to. He will empower you to speak about Jesus and give you what to say he also empowers us to witness for Christ Uh, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 and it reads but you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth the holy spirit will and he empowers us to witness for christ he also he gives us boldness to live and to speak for christ 
Acts chapter 4, verse 31, and it reads, And when they had prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken, a sign of God's presence. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage once again. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will infill you, empower you. It says that there is more than one filling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. This is, um, who is this? That They were in jail. But once again, there's more than one in feeling. Hallelujah. They were once again in field uh, with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit. They began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. There is more than one feeling of the Holy Spirit. He also, um, the Holy Spirit also, he involves us in God's purposes on earth. Let's go to Acts chapter 13. And we're going to read verse 2. And it reads, While they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul, which is Paul, for the work to which I have called them. We must remember that the Holy Spirit is Christ. So um, the Holy Spirit sets those aside for special work. Let's also go to Acts chapter 20, and we're going to read verse 28. And it reads, Take care and be on guard for yourselves and for the whole flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as overseers, to shepherd, tend, feed, guide the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Here the Holy Spirit gave the uh, uh, those that uh, he has placed over God's flock to oversee, to tend them, to feed and guide them, hallelujah, as shepherds. The shepherds need to get back, hallelujah, to the book of Acts. Hallelujah. The shepherds, hallelujah, uh, need to get understanding of how to be a shepherd. And it's through the Holy Spirit, not only through the Holy Spirit, but even studying and doing research of the shepherds in the natural realm real shepherds and you know beloved shepherds know every name of their sheep we talked about that on uh, Saturday shepherds know each name of their sheep they know their name They're, and they call them and, they sh and, they, and the sheep answer hallelujah in, in real life this is real life the shepherds know have such a, a relationship with their flock that they know they call them they name them and then they know each one of their names. They recognize each one of them. Hallelujah. Now that's awesome. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will give leaders the same ability to know each sheep by name, to recognize them, to teach, to feed, and to guide them. And if you have not been doing your part as a shepherd, seek the Lord's face. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. We are not to lord, shepherds are not to lord themselves over the sheep. Any leader, 
is not to lord themselves over the sheep hallelujah but the the spirit of the sadducees and the pharisees have entered the church where leaders feel like they're better than everyone else they're higher than everyone else when we all have the same holy spirit we all drink of the same spirit it's just that the holy spirit set them out called them out to do a special job hallelujah to do a work um also the holy spirit he gives us spiritual gifts so that we and other Christians can be encouraged and made stronger. 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 through 11 we're going to read and also turn your uh also 1 Corinthians chapter 14 Hallelujah verse 26 and hold your place there. Here it says the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts so that we and other Christians can be encouraged and made stronger. Here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 through 11 it reads, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit. It says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination and the enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom and to another the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. To another wonder working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit and to another the ex extraordinary gifts of healings by the one Spirit. And to another the working of miracles, and to another prophecy, foretelling the future. Speaking a new message from God to the people, and to another discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults to another various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues all these things the gifts the achievements the abilities the empowering are brought about by one and the same holy spirit distributing to each one individually just as he chooses Hallelujah, just as to one another working of miracles. Here, that is wonderful events or occurrences beyond human capability, which manifest the supernatural power of God and fulfill his purposes. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26, it read, But then is the right course. What then is the right course, believers? When you meet together, each one has a psalm, a teaching, a revelation, disclosure of special knowledge, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let everything be constructive and edifying and done for the good of all the church. Hallelujah, because we are all one organism that is growing in Christ. Turn your sword to Ephesians chapter 4 
and hold your place at verse 16. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit also, He gives us each special ministry so that we can impart life to the body of Christ and cause it to grow. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16, it reads, From Him, the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies when each part is working properly causes the body to grow and mature building itself up in unselfish love building itself up in unselfish love beloved we must have the love of Christ hallelujah in our hearts and that love is an unselfish love. And if you're thinking about yourself all the time, beloved, no, you don't have unselfish love. You have love for self. Hallelujah. But we must have the love of Christ that has been shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And when we have the love of Christ shared in our heart by the Holy Spirit, we have unselfish love. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 reads, May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self and dwelling your innermost being and personality. He gives us, hallelujah, power, strength, he energizes us spiritually, hallelujah, hallelujah, that we may share in, uh, in the riches of his glory. This is all done by the Holy Spirit, beloved. He strengthens us in the inner man. We cannot walk the Christian walk without the Holy Spirit. Let's go turn your swords to Galatians chapter 5. Hallelujah. Chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, we're going to read. It also, the Holy Spirit, He produces the character of Christ within us. He produces the character of Christ within us. And this is the manifestation of the character of Christ. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, it reads, But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, interpeace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So therefore he produces the character of Christ within us. And these these show this is the character of Christ. The fruits of the Spirit. You would know it says, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within you, is, and it goes on to describe what it is. The manifestation of those things. Some need cultivating more than others, but he, he is the one that is forming and producing the character of Christ within you. Turn your source to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 
and we're going to read verse 17 and 18. Here, the Holy Spirit is producing the glory of God within us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 through 18 reads, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, true freedom. Liberty means freedom. Hallelujah, there is freedom. And we all with unveiled face, continually seen as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Hallelujah. It is the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that that is producing the glory of God within us. The his the Son, uh the, the face of the Lord, hallelujah, within us. Hallelujah. It is through the Holy Spirit. Now, as we have already seen in Romans chapter 8, um, has been called the chapter of the Spirit, and now we can see why. He's absolutely indispensable to the salvation that God has forged through Christ. The Holy Spirit brings us to birth. Turn your swords to St. John chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 we're going to read it's the Holy Spirit brings us to birth hallelujah in John chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 it reads Jesus answered I assure you and most solemnly say to you unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God that which is born of the flesh is flesh the physical is merely physical and that which is born of the spirit is spirit you must be born again beloved of water and the spirit and this truth is not being taught beloved in the body of Christ it is just simply not being taught Hallelujah. We do not we are that's why it's so much sin in the church because we we are not following the instructions that Christ had left. You must be born again of what of the spirit in order for the Holy Spirit to bring about that birth. You must identify yourself through baptism to Christ's death, burial and his resurrection. And then be filled with the Holy Spirit. You, you have to be born again of what in the Spirit. Titus chapter 3 verse 5. He saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we have done. But because of his own compassion and mercy. By the cleansing of the new birth. Spiritual transformation, regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. It is only by the Holy Spirit, beloved, that we are transformed or being transformed into the image of Christ. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit also causes us to grow towards maturity in Christ. It says from glory to glory. 
2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 read and we all with unveiled face continually seen as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory which comes from the Lord who is the spirit everything that we are in Christ comes from the Spirit. Hallelujah. It is the Holy Spirit that writes God's word upon the tables of your heart. It is the Holy Spirit that transforms you. Hallelujah. From glory to glory in Christ the Messiah. Gradually, hallelujah, day by day, we are being formed and into the image of Christ. But in order for this to take place, beloved, you must be born again of water and the spirit see because this is the holy spirit that brings the new birth as the jb philip bible expresses second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 it says but all of us reflect like mirrors to the uh, mirrors the glory of the lord we are transfigured by the spirit of the lord in every increasing splendor into his own image Hallelujah. And to his own image. Well, beloved, my time is run out. Hallelujah. It is 843. And as you well know, I must get prepared for work. But we we have not. We're still in lesson. We are lesson 19. Hallelujah. Lesson 19. I, I think I put nine on my thing and I'm about to change it again. But we are lesson 19 in our Roman study. And I, I have not even gotten through. We are on just page three in this study going into page four. But it's this, this truth, hallelujah, is, is so profound and deep that I must go through the scriptures. We must read the scriptures, hallelujah, to understand what the Holy Spirit's work is in our lives, individually and corporately. Glory to God on tomorrow um, we'll be talking about in accordance with God's will. Hallelujah. How the Holy Spirit prays and do things according to God's will for your life and for the church's life. We will continue in this study on tomorrow. Father, we just thank you for your word on today. We thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Hallelujah, that you have sent alongside to be our helper, to be our counselor, to be our teacher, to be our instructor. And that he, Father, is transforming us into the image of Christ and that he is producing your glory within us. We thank you, Father God, for the work of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that he comes to strengthen us, that you have sent him to give us spiritual truths and understanding. We thank you, Father, for the counselor, the comforter that you, Lord, sent to seal us until the day of redemption. We thank you, Father, that he is the one that leads and guides us. We thank you, Father, that he is the one that empower us to witness and that he is the one that lead us, hallelujah, to whom we need to witness to. We we thank you, Father, for the spiritual gifts, O oh Lord, that are endued and imparted to us by the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that we are encouraged by him. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father God. 
Teach us and lead us in the way that we should go, Father, and we will not depart from it. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done and yet doing in our lives, O Lord. And we praise you and we magnify you and we glorify you. We say thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding. Father, we submit, hallelujah, unto the Holy Spirit teaching. We submit ourselves unto his leading. We submit ourselves unto his guidance. Lord, we submit unto you, Holy Spirit. And we desire, Holy Spirit, that you would come and that you would reveal the word of God to us, that you would reveal truth to us, that you would teach us, oh, Holy Spirit, the truth and the mystery of God's word, that we may be children that, hallelujah, grow into maturity in Christ. Hallelujah, that we may not be tossed to and fro, Holy Spirit, by every wind of doctrine, by the slight slate of men, but that we shall know the truth, hallelujah, and if you reveal that truth to us, then we truly shall be set free. For you said in your word, Jesus, that whom the Son sets free, we shall know the truth, and the truth will set us free. Lord, it's by knowing the truth. It's by knowing the truth of thy word that we have been set free, that we are cleansed and that we are washed. We thank you, Father, that you sent us a helper. Not only did you send us a helper, but you also have sealed us with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for thy word. We thank you, Lord. And as we go on in our daily lives today, Father, may you cover us in the blood of Yeshua from the crown of our heads to the very soles of our feet. Father, we decree and we declare, Father, your favor in our lives today. Hallelujah. We decree blessings. Hallelujah. On today. Father, we thank you, O Father. We thank you for the word, O Lord. We thank you for truth and righteousness, Lord. We thank you for blessings, O Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to your name, O Father. Glory, glory, glory to your name, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit that goes ahead of us and make ready our day, O Lord. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. May today, Father, be a day of peace and a blessing. Hallelujah on Chipotle. Go before me, Holy Spirit, and begin to deal with the hearts and the minds, O Lord, of those whom I work with. Lord, that they would come unto the revelation knowledge of Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Yahweh. And in Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, beloved, God bless you. Hallelujah. Until tomorrow, until we come again tomorrow morning, read Romans chapter 8 over. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, the whole chapter. And as we continue in this study, it's by the revelation of the Holy Spirit that will reveal truth to you. 
and will bring confirmation to your heart of the book of Romans. Read Romans chapter 8 for your assignment. That's all I ask, hallelujah, that you would grow and mature in the things of Christ. Glory to God. And that we would no longer be children, but that we would grow up in Christ the Messiah. Until tomorrow, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him. Well, God bless you, beloved. God bless you. Hallelujah and shalom unto you. Glory to your name, Father. Thank you. 